name is Christopher Plant, and I am the founder of Radio Kismet. Radio Kismet is a podcast creation studio located right here in Philadelphia. When I found out that Andrew was having a 50th birthday party and that he was inviting all of his family and most of his closest friends, I thought it would be an incredible opportunity to record some of those conversations in a meaningful way to create a landmark recording that he could look back to for the rest of his life. I want to thank all the people, all the friends, all the family that took time from this great party to sit down and talk with me and record these memories. Happy 50th birthday, Andrew Eisenstein. Special thanks to Ricky for working this all out. Thanks, Ricky. What's your name? My name is Steve Arms. How do you know Andrew Eisenstein? Through our children. So I first met Andy, I don't know, a long time ago at this point. Our kids were young at Plymouth Meeting Friends, like your Plymouth kids. Plymouth Meeting Friends. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're talking now. I mean, I met Andrew Eisenstein at your house in 2006. I have a very distinct memory okay. of meeting him because we started at... Um, we had put enormous faith in your wife's judgment uh, <laughs> <laughs> about schools. And she was like, Plymouth Meeting Friends is the only spot to send your children. Well, I hope that worked out for you. It worked out great. Okay, I, I'm, I'm super happy with it. All right. And, but it was funny because then you guys have frequently served as a, a strong social component of whatever sort of universe that you're in. And I met Andy who Jen, of course, ushered me over to, oh, Christopher, you're in real estate. Meet my friend Andy, who's in real estate. And I was like, no, no, that dude is way yeah. <laughs> elevated in terms of the real estate he's doing. But Andy was kind, and, and we developed a great relationship. And so you spent a lot of time with Andy socially. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So my, my first memory of Andy was on the Plymouth Meeting Friends playground. And I remember looking at Andy and Ricky standing next to each other. And I was, uh, Jen and I were like, aspirationally, we were like, we're going to be friends with those people. <laughs> and then we were like, no, they're way younger than we are. There's no way. And As it then, turns out, only about four years. Only about four years. But, because you, know, you and I are the same age. Exactly. We are. <laughs> we are. And we met on the playground. We did. It's Different th playground. Thematically, we're, we're holding true. <laughs> Different playground, but yes. <laughs> so uh, that was where it started socially. I mean, I think it was, you know, it started with young kids and a penchant for drinking. So we had that in common. One of my best Andy Eisenstein moments that I remember was after a Plymouth Meeting Friends auction where somehow we all ended up back at his house. Yeah. And we, we heard the little Hooge stories. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we ended up burning things, I think, yeah. you know, throughout the evening. I think I burned some actual furniture. Yeah, I think some furniture was burnt. <laughs> you know, I know that we were throwing things, you know, crazily into a fire pit at some point. Yeah. And I believe all of our wives had, like, checked out and they were just letting us... Ricky remembered. <laughs> Especially my actions. But... Yeah. So there was that night. I think I also remember a night of debauchery at the Verudos. Mm -hmm. uh, Our friends who had the 18,000 square foot mansion on six acres. Yes. Well, I think you came over and met us the night that the Pennsylvania Ballet was there. Yes. Yeah, I was... With the ice luges and... 
all of the, the vodka, which, which I have to say <laughs> is the craziest I've ever seen our dear friend Andrew in public. Uh, and I don't know if that was the evening. There was some other evening there where I believe he and, and Ricky got into a kerfuffle. Well, no, he fell asleep in the living room. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to turn off the recording equipment. <laughs> well, whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew's good for a good time is what we're saying. Yes, He's he serious about business. He's like a crazy deal junkie who's always got like something on his mind. But I think the thing that both you and I know as both casual and professional friends of, of Andrew is that he likes to have a good time and he, you know, likes to shake a, a cocktail. He's an obnoxiously great dancer. Yeah. And Actually, he's obnoxiously great at cocktails as well. I know. I know. It's just, it's got to, he doesn't do things second rate. Yeah. You know, I feel like I like a cocktail. And then whenever Andrew shows up at my house, I just kowtow and I'm like, (laughs) dude, whatever, take over. Because I'm not going to be worthy. Yeah. You know. No, I know. And it's funny. I mean, I, I think, I think the interesting thing about Andrew is just that he's just consistently defies the casual observation or categorization of, of who you think he is. You know, like he's just not a meathead commercial real estate guy. <laughs> you know, like as much as you want him to be, he's not, <laughs> yeah. you know? No. And he's always bringing like esoteric sort of Warren Buffett shit into a conversation and his own like sort of deep research, you know? Yeah, he's annoyingly, you know, self-effacing and actually sort of zen about everything he does to the point where, you know, whatever it is, he's spectacular at, and yet you wouldn't know if you were actually talking to him. He would never say that to you until you realize, like, you know, whatever it is that you're picking up, whether it's a cocktail well, shaker actually, or... Actually, you would know this because he's intensely competitive, and you guys have played couples tennis, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't even um, pretend to say that we, you know, we have, I, I realize that Andrew is being kind every time we get on the tennis court. Um, uh, actually, that reminds me of another story, though. We were playing couples tennis one time, um, uh, not to tell a story of my wife, but I will, who is also intensely competitive. Uh, and I don't believe she meant to tag Andy in the balls, but um, <laughs> Jen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, explain that from the start. So you guys were in the middle of a match. We were in the middle of a match, and um, and your wife knows how to place a tennis ball. I I don't I don't think she did it on purpose, but I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rule it out. <laughs> I'm not gonna rule it out. For the sake of a good story, you know, and we were getting our asses kicked because I suck and they were playing me because, you know, that's what you would do. And I don't know, some, somehow an overhead came up and Andy was in the wrong place and, uh, you know. And t- Jen smacked a, crashed an overhand? Yeah, just, just right into Right it. into his nuts? Yeah, yeah. He went down? He, he definitely crumpled, Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, as you would, as you would. It, it hurts. Uh, but, um, you know, he was also, and, and in true Andy form, he was gracious about it, you know, once he could speak again. <laughs> That's going to be a part of my next interview. Yeah, there you go. Asking Jen to explain that. Yeah, you should, you should. Fucking hilarious. But so, I mean, you, I mean, you've known Andy sober, not sober, through a lot of different things. And so if there were one particular thing that you wanted to say to Andy, can you place that? Um, I just thank him for his, uh, he has tremendous insight on things. And it's, I think it sort of comes back to that zenness of Andy. Like there's a humanity to him that is, you know, as you were saying, he's not, he's not a meathead developer. Like he, views a building as, you know, for its value and he, he won't tear something down just because he can make more money doing something else. Like there's, there's a humanity to him and that permeates everything he does. Um, and so as a friend, he's just, he's always, you know, his advice is sage and, and, uh, sage. you know, happy birthday, Andrew. I can't believe you're only 50. Fuck you. Uh, I love you, man. Mm-hmm.